Morning BHA. It is a podcast about barbershop recorded today. Richard Reeve in Queensland and there's Ash down in Perth. Two Australians talking about the greatest hobby on earth. Oh boy, it's swell to say good morning BHA. Good morning, BHA. Oh, there you go with Ash kind of talking over me as well. No, um, it's you a did it. Pleasure did to it. pleasure to be talking <laughs> to you again, having us in your ears. And uh, isn't this an exciting time of year, Ash Schofield? It, yes, definitely. It's winter is almost finished. <laughs> That's why it's an exciting time of year. Welcome to Good Morning BHA, a podcast, as Ash very eloquently said uh, in the last podcast when he went solo, where we talk about all things barbershop in Australia with a good dollop of international. So um, this is uh, this is our unique podcast where we talk about uh, our uh, flagship annual event, now annual, yeah. um, our convention and competition coming up in four to five weeks uh, down in Hobart. You excited, Ash? Yeah, the 2019 Barbershop Harmony Festival. Nice. Right, can I start by giving a shout out to Dan Beckett and Council, Richard Waddick, etc. I reckon the website's looking pretty um, pretty great. They're obviously putting a lot of effort into um, uh, putting the word out, um, displaying what's happening, and obviously that is a reflection of uh, putting a lot of work into things that are happening on the ground as well. Yeah. So it's, it's a festival for the first time, which is uh, exciting because... I've always thought when uh, when the show comes to town, uh, you really make a big song and dance about it, and mm. they get a lot of profile. And hopefully, wouldn't be great if uh, if out of this festival, Deep South got another ten or twenty or thirty members. That would be yeah. pretty exciting. It sounds pretty measly when we asked like maybe we could get like ten more people. Yeah, that's right. We can yeah. get the entire hundred. We can get yeah. all of Australian barbershop to come to Hobart, and maybe we'll get ten. But we'd still be happy with that. <laughs> uh. Uh, but yeah, speaking of festival, I'm just looking at the schedule, and I mean, I'm the Barbercats are actually there's involved a in a bit of the uh, schedule, quite nice. a bit of it. Um, and there's some crazy news: the uh, the Barbershop Pub Pub Choir, led by Aaron, yeah. Alex Morris, um, yeah. they've actually had to move venues because, like, I think like somebody got like the ABC got a hold of it or something, and they're like, "What? What is this? What is happening?" That's very cool. And now it's got a, like we're gonna have a few hundred people doing it. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like what? This is awesome, and that's um, that's on the Tuesday, so that sets up the week big time. Um, and then there's going to be like pop ups, uh, little city, like uh, quartet singing all around the place. Um, but then there's a big workshop on the, uh, the the Wednesday. Then there's a free concert before the um, John Little show, and it's also it's just huge. There's a there's, there's a bunch of things that that council and and the local organising committee doing this time uh, to, to turn it into a festival from mm. the, the, the previous one of the greatest strengths of barbershop I think is is the convention and competition uh, different to other um, hobbies other musical hobbies um, I mean obviously there are Stedfords but um, but uh, I, I think there has one of the greatest strengths also comes with with the other side of the coin and the weakness where in, in the past we have sometimes fall into the trap of being too internally focused and suddenly mm. the convention you know leaves town and and people in town didn't know was there in the first yeah. place so uh, i i applaud um council and the local organizers for making a bigger splash um this this year 
and in fact, and even on the Tuesday, it starts um, with a, um, a a brewery, a beer school, beer it and barber sure shops, does. singing opportunity. So there'll be some in inverted commas singing uh, in uh, <laughs> in after beer consensus. One of the best times we sing. Um, yeah, followed by the uh, the pub choir. That's all on Tuesday. Um, Wednesday pop up uh, quartets, um, a public workshop in the middle of the day. Um, and then, uh, and then a concert in mm. Town Hall from five to six. That'll be a, you know, whenever you can get anything in Town Hall, that's good. Um, and then, uh, then the John Little Show. And the John Little Show is a good example of, of how the convention has evolved over the years. Um, before we get into uh, the competition uh, yeah. proper on the, on the Thursday, but um, we uh, we're jumping ahead a little bit because I do want to finish off the podcast by by talking about um, how how convention has evolved over the years, but. Yeah. Um, Stuck into uh, the uh, the competition itself, yeah, eh? Speaking of uh, who's, getting into uh, that competition on the Thursday, who's jumping out at you? Brighton yep. early at nine a.m. on the Thursday, That's, going uh, all the way through till like I don't know, was it four p.m. or something crazy? It's yeah, just, it's, it's a big 430. day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is when so, it's, this um, is when it's good to not be a judge. Oh, sorry, Rich. Hey, yeah, seriously, <laughs> trying to Forms trying to look category. at my schedule. Uh, yeah, I, and I think on the uh, what have I got on Sunday? Yeah, nine a.m. Um, I've got evals from nine a.m. on Sunday. Yeah, great, excellent. <laughs> Giving evals all day Friday, and then uh, so I'll be having Ooh. a fairly light afterglow on Saturday night. Uh, maybe, but um, last words. Yeah, exactly. I guarantee, maybe. So um, <laughs> it's always occurred to me. Some people, as you know, are, are just naturally early risers. You know, some people are up at you know four and five and certainly six in the morning. Mm. So for them, they'll be uh, easily. They'll be like they could start singing at seven o'clock. They say nine o'clock would be easy for them. I've always thought that there should be a, so I could even though the. The, the draw needs to be random so it's fair there should be at least a capacity for people who want to you know who, who are early yeah. risers and then people who are who who you know find it difficult to get up before nine or ten <laughs> o'clock can sleep in and they're yeah. not on until two and three o'clock in the afternoon that yeah. would be that would be a nice way to go but a uh, good number of competitors and a uh, good um uh and an excellent standard again so in the quartet contest we've got once again, we've got uh, ten uh, competitors uh, qualifying with with an above seventy score. So that's been that's the case for the past number of years, maybe sort of roughly five-ish years. That's pretty exciting, um, and uh, we've actually got a, a fair bit of movement at the station uh, at, at the top. So, um, yeah. so of course, uh, last year's the, the twenty eighteen winners blindside. So they're uh, as has been the case uh, for a while that they're, they're obliged to sit out. Um, but the, my my learned colleague uh, tells me they'll still be singing for a score to they qualify are. to go to international. They are in the schedule. So that's cool. Um, but um, so the Electric Barber Cats uh, with my attractive co-host. Um, that's me. They, uh, they're <laughs> that's me. They're back um, from last year uh, and having come second last year. Poster Boys third last year. They're yes, back. Um, they Catalyst fourth last year. We have retired, so we're not back. Um, Helix with Rob Sequeira, uh, etc. That um, yep. fifth last year, they are back. They're back. Um, and uh, Reflex seventh, uh, sixth last year with uh, Dave Reed and his two boys, uh, they are back. Um, so um, yeah, so one one sitting out, one retirement, uh, a, a bunch back. 
Um, so the collective, so New Quartet, uh, they've qualified first. Um, collective uh, with Andrew Houston, etc. from Sunshine Region, um, uh, mostly in uh, um, in Sound Connection. So they're uh, um, they've qualified first. The Barbacats have qualified second. Uh, so Knickknack Paddy Cat, a, a new quartet from Adelaide. Something about something in the water in Adelaide where <laughs> quartets only last a year, then they throw together another quartet and still medal. It's, <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, but uh, so they've qualified third. Um, so uh, it's Nick Cat and 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 friends. Ben Cat. Uh, Thank you. Yes. <laughs> but they they um, are just in the youth category. Right. Okay. Yep. So that's that's important. Um, so Wild Card, Adrian Gimple and Ali Jamison et and friends, um, <laughs> they've uh, they've qualified uh, next, and then Rehash. So that's another um, Central Region Adelaide quartet. Uh, is that um, Cam Leroux? Yes, it is. So, yeah, it's pretty um, much. It's kind of like uh, DQ. Um, okay. Brought back yeah. in a different yeah, and yeah, they're they're very good too. They're they're mm -hmm. they're one to watch. And then, um, then Sunday's best. So they're from the Sunshine Region. Yep. They're the current um, youth quartet champs. Yep. And the other uh, other youth next. quartet in the contest. Mm -hmm. so, so that'll be a, actually quite a, quite an exciting shootout between <clears throat> Sunday's best and Nick Knack Paddy Cat. So they've both qualified in the mid seventies. That'll be a, um, a an exciting competition. Um, and then uh, so Sunday's best and Poster Boys. So that's with uh, John O'Bly and friends. Uh, they've um, so central region. They've got uh, three in the top, top uh, six or seven. That's pretty, pretty good. Cool. Yeah. So poster boys have come back. They kind of came from from. Uh, I'm sure they wouldn't wouldn't mind me knowing. They came from nowhere last year to to come third, which is uh, good for them. It's exciting. So they they've got some talent in there. Sure um, And then then uh, upgrade uh, former national silver medalists back uh, in about 2016, I think, in in Newcastle. Uh, so upgrades with uh, Jono Albertini. Director of the Blenders and Dan Cooper, etc. Um, and uh, so, upgrade uh, coming in with a, a 72.5, uh, and then Helix. Uh, so that's Rob Sequera. They've qualified ninth with a 71.7 hmm. um, from uh, from Eastern Region. And then rounding out the top ten, uh, Reflex. Although looks like Escapade and Cool Change maybe. Running out the top ten if Nick Dak Paddicat isn't singing in the yeah. open division. So, so. Yeah, and, and cool change is a good one to keep an eye out of. A couple of, uh, couple of previous champs from the from the, the classic Southern Cross. Singing okay, the excellent. Base, the base clef. The base clef. Bring, okay. Bringing some experience in there. Absolutely. Then, um, yeah, they're they're pretty cool. They got yeah, they've got an experience down. I like them a lot. They're good. Excellent. Other ones, uh, I know that three squirrels and a nut here have um, <laughs> yeah. qualified equal 13th and they were uh, excited to be mic testers last year as 11th mic testers for, for the top 10. Yeah. And they've been, um, Damian Jones and Nick Ellis and the guys from uh, the River City Clippers. Yeah. I think they've done they've some, um, some part changes as well. I think they've shifted. They have. Yeah. So um, previously, uh, uh, Nick. Ellis was on tenor, uh, Damien Jones was on lead, mm -hmm. um, Rog was on bass, um, and Colin Court was on baritone. I think they've all but, um, but now Colin's on tenor, <laughs> yeah. uh, Nick's on lead. Uh, I think Rog just stayed on bass. He tried baritone for a bit because uh, um, uh, 
uh, Damien went to bass for a while. Yeah, and, that's what and, I and saw with, him as. With yep. Rog on baritone, um, but I, it, that may have changed again. So, but yeah, so Three Squirrels, they've <laughs> been working cool. hard and um, uh, shout out to them. They're, they're sounding excellent and uh, yeah, they're, they're excited to, to uh, roll the dice and, and see if they can crack the top 10 this year and I think they've got every chance, so that's pretty cool. Uh, I'm just going to throw a shout out uh, because, you know, we always feel for the, uh, the first competitor. Uh, mm-hmm. at, at the uh, ripe time of nine, five past nine in the morning, um, and the resonances from from Perth, from my Hoyf. chorus, Nick yeah. Sherman, uh, Matt Nickel, a couple of the Baden Street guys, um, yeah, and they're you know they if everyone's <laughs> yeah. if anyone remembers them from last year <laughs> that they did like that wizard set with the yeah with, I, with, I remember it was, quite, it was clearly, quite yeah. funny, um, so get up early. And go and start watching the quartet contest. Give them an audience to so you can have a laugh at their jokes and and whatever they're bringing, because that absolutely that, that, like trying to be a trying to be f- like comedy quartet uh, as the first competitor <laughs> first thing in the morning. That's 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 a rough draw. So please hey, uh, yeah. please go and see them and and, and support them. That'd be awesome. <laughs> it's interesting actually. Um, yeah. So just to count back for for in case anyone hasn't been. Uh, in in the quartet contest, uh, if you if you're on stage at nine, you're probably in the traffic pattern about eight thirty. Mm-hmm. So you're going to be wanting to get together and and you know warming up and having a bit of a sing through set, you know about about wow. eight probably at the latest, and yeah, you know walking latest. over to the venue and stuff. Um, <clears throat> and uh, so if you're not an early riser, uh, you know getting up getting up at, at seven. I mean it may not sound early, but for people who are used to getting up at nine and ten, which some especially young people uh, are, I do I do sympathise. And I do note with considerable amusement that um, they're followed by two seniors quartets and <laughs> not saying everyone, but as a general rule, um, our our more experienced members of society <laughs> tend 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 to get up earlier with yeah. plenty of them getting up at, at six and five and four in the morning just as a normal thing so for them they, they'd have, they'd have, they would have had breakfast and then morning tea and then be on stage by nine o'clock in the morning well then, then they'd leave stage and go and have lunch at, at 9.45 so so it's pretty <laughs> so it's um, yes I, I think uh, it, it, um, I'm always a fan of putting early rises on first but yes I, 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 I echo your shout out to the resonances and and go them um so the uh the just just keep an eye out people for your your own scheduling and and communicating with each other about you know who's on during what session the um i shall just confirm that the the schedule says there are two quartet competition sessions um uh, right. Semi-final one, nine a.m. to twelve thirty, and then semi-final session two, one, ten p.m. to four thirty p.m. Yep. So not a huge. However, problem, however, however, the contest draw says there are four contest sessions. So, for example, if you are in session two at eleven a.m. and someone looked at the con at, at the schedule and said, "Oh, contest um, session two starts at one p.m." Uh, right, now, right. now I'll miss you. So I have brought this to the attention of of the people in charge, and they're having their people look at it. Yeah. Um, but just be be aware of, um, of of when you're talking about I'm in session one or two, etc. Yeah. Um, I think I think that'll be lined up by the time we're actually on on the day. Good pick up, Richard Reeve. Yeah, welcome. That's why, that's why you're pa- 
That's why you pay me the big bucks. Yes. Uh, so uh, so yeah, twelve quartets uh, from nine o'clock, and then another uh, another eleven from eleven. There you go. It's easy to remember. And then uh, yeah, two more sessions. One at one, and then another one at three. So forty-four quartets across uh, categories of open and seniors. And a seniors co- um, contest is um, a minimum. Uh, age of 55 with an average age of at least 60 and uh, then the youth um, contest which is correct me if I'm wrong everyone needs to be 25 or under on the day of the contest I Ash. believe so I think that's the case right and and then of course the mixed which has changed Ash from needing to be two and yep. two to just not all the same yep. gender I think that's the case that's it. yeah it'll be three and one now as well and there is there is a few three and ones in this contest, I think. Quite a good Quite idea. A yeah. Yes. Um, so, uh, any uh, any other observations, uh, shout outs from the quartet contest? No, I'm just looking knowledge? at like thinking about the mix. Uh, the mix is always pretty. Has has been pretty good, and I think this one might actually like hit it out of the park. I think this mm-hmm. this mix quartet contest will be uh, one to watch because um, there's a couple of. Uh, Couple of Baden Baden quartets in there, I'm pretty sure, um, and yeah, and Dang Baby. Are, um, it's got Kieran O'Day on lead and Canberra on bass. So yeah, join anything with those those that couple of those couple of guys, and it's they've be, been around the block. Yeah, <laughs> it's got some. They've got some power in that that quartet. It's kind of fun. <clears throat> so yeah, but yeah, should we talk about the chorus contest? Oh, there's a chorus contest? There is, after all that. <laughs> Let's do that. There's more. <laughs> that's right, there's more. So, um, 17 choruses. That's awesome. Absolutely. So, um, the, uh, the, the just like the quartet contest uh, the, with the champs um, being obliged to sit out of here, Festival Statesman chorus, uh, champs from last year, are, um, are sitting out this year. They're... they're Excitedly heading to international in LA in 2020, um, but a, few, a bunch of them will be at convention not only in the, with the quartets but also to to uh, sing a, a swan song, uh, mm, sing yep. away their, their gold. But um, but VE will be there and the, the blenders will be there and Vox Canvas will be mm. there and uh, AVU will be there. So um, there's uh, there's a, a bunch of excitement happening in the uh, in the chorus contest. Mm. The um, uh yeah, because this year's a bit like, you know, because VE has a new director. <laughs> um, Who's that, Ash? <laughs> this is me. Um, Hooray! Uh, the Blenders have just come back from uh, Harmony University. Um, Fox Canvas is just continuing their rise. Uh, mm-hmm. and then, oh man, and then, because and then Sound Connection, we didn't, we didn't, they didn't, we didn't see them last year. The guys were there. There was a few guys there, but they didn't um, sing for us or anything. So it's all kind of quite interesting seeing. Oh no, was it last year? Or, um, well, I didn't even see them in <laughs> in the Sunshine Regional either. So they're just right. like, yeah, yes. just, just doing their own thing and bringing it. So it's like, oh, what are they doing? I don't know. This is so exciting. Yeah. So it's all kind of up in the air, like who's going to do what, and uh, yeah, and big changes over at Adelaide Vocal Union. I don't know if you know this. Yeah, they're in a somewhat of a re- they've got a new MD as well, haven't they? And yeah. They're in a rebuilding phase. Yeah. So Kieran stepped away after. After regionals, I think. It's been I think. a few years. Has it been yeah. like two or three years? Mm, yep. 
Um, and yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what what uh, what they bring. Absolutely. Where, yeah, where they're at. Because I have no. So, idea. just to clarify for people who may not be aware, the in uh, so Harmony University is a week long outstanding education camp. Um, for the last few years, has been at beautiful Belmont University in in Nashville, <coughs> and. Um, so it's quite it's a pretty massive undertaking but I think it's an excellent thing to do so mm. shout out to the blenders for doing this they took what looks like 20 to 30 guys at a guess over and um, uh, so yeah they rather than they rather than bring educators to them they went to the educators but I think it's it, it it's more than that because it's it's a whole experience it, if anyone hasn't been and I know it's, it's you know costs about five grand with flights and everything else to go so it's a big deal but if you haven't been I, I would encourage it because it's um, you do get among the best musical education in the world you're just surrounded there's probably 500 people there it's absolutely extraordinary it's like one of our full conventions but mm. I guess there's you know 20 or 25,000 people in, in in BHS so um, but uh, you just you um, you know 12 hours a day for seven days you, you're just surrounded by other barbershoppers you meet a bunch of great people um, you get you know a choice of all the the uh, um, classes under the sun, and you just you would you would bond a great deal as as a chorus going over there. So I'm uh, it'll be, yeah I agree it'll be exciting to see what the what the blenders have come back with there. Yeah. Um, so uh, at least the uh, the uh, beginning of the chorus contest is uh, a little a little later nine forty five, uh, <laughs> which is a, a bit nicer although. So we'll see when they when they start with everything. It's funny. Um, normally, normally I'm like, oh man, it'd be good to be on later, so you know you can just prepare nicely and stuff. But yeah. this is one of those years where I'm like, oh sweet, we're on early, so I get else. to watch everything. I yeah. see every uh, everything, or almost yeah. everything. Except, sorry, almost Sydney. everything. Sorry, Sydney and Adelaide and Hills Harmony. Hills Harmony. But, yeah, um, and maybe the Melbourne airs because we'll still be coming off stage. But yeah, from yeah. then, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> um, everyone else. And that's kind of one of the because um, I think that's. A symptom of uh, being uh, closely related with the Baden Street singers and having a lot of similar mem- uh, same members. Um, yes. Either yeah, it would it would go one one of the one of the two ways. Like either we'd be on early or they'd be on early. Right. Um, yeah. So it's good I get to see them again. I think that happened last time. If I can't and remember. so and <laughs> right and so it's it's as uh, so that's that's the same this time because Baden Street are, are in the middle of the second session, whereas mm-hmm. the E's in the middle of the first session. That's yeah. it. Um, and you got uh, the Blenders and Vox Canvas. Um, uh, obviously, the Blenders uh, eight-time previous champs, and uh, Vox Canvas were bronze medalists about two years ago, um, two or three years ago. That was pretty exciting. And and, and the, um, having judged the Eastern Region Comp this year, I know that Vox Canvas is in an exciting place. Rob Sequeira has awesome. uh, has. Uh, been building the guys up and really a, a, a quite an exciting culture there um, he's he's uh, playing to his his you know younger demographic um, uh, is I think most of his guys are ba- basically but you know in their 20s and uh, like Rob is almost he's about 29 ish um, <laughs> and uh, uh, but it's 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 a it's a great vibe there and Rob's very much young at heart and so he's all he's got all, all the young lingo to using all the phrases that young people today use and um, uh, and so that'll be exciting and uh, the blenders and, and Vox canvas back to back and then uh, that uh, middle section in in the second session you got sound connection in Baden Street as well so it'll be exciting to see uh, is so who's is Nick directing Baden Street he sure is yep yeah, exciting. Okay, it'll be interesting to see what 
what he brings as the musical leader there because I remember I was just I loved it so much I think it was Pampax in 17 um, uh, Baden Street did uh, the, the beautiful choreo package um, with uh, with this or that the song I'd never heard before but I thought yeah. it was just wonderful and a really a really great use of men and women dancing as couples where it was both with with uh, with traditionally with just all blokes it's more of a uh, you know individuals dancing yeah. uh, as, as a chorus yeah. so that was it was a great difference mm. um, so sound connection and Baden Street back to back that'll be very exciting as well definitely um, and then finishing mm. off with uh, with the host deep south uh, at, at, at 17th so cool. be a good contest it'll be great it's gonna be a good day um, speaking of chorus days <laughs> the <laughs> so um is this can we talk about thing the, your your little idea that you're getting together uh you sent an I, email around about and there's uh well, i think it's more of a surprise about. is it yeah okay good these are the, these are the sorts of things <laughs> that we probably should chat about before their podcast this is why i said it slowly so <laughs> so i could, could cut you off you could, could cut me off so yes. it, yeah don't worry about it <laughs> Suffice to say, there yeah. may be a surprise yeah. in some form. I yes. like that idea because if it doesn't go well, we can just not do it. <laughs> we can blame someone else. <laughs> we can just not do it and no one will know. What was that but... idea Richard had? Oh, nothing. <laughs> was nothing. Keep your eyes peeled, is all else. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. <laughs> um, so. Um, so, what do you think of, uh, of the structure of convention? Uh, uh, there was some. Um, just to give mm. listeners a, a, a bit of. The, the bit of context uh, the um, Ash and I were chatting with a bunch of the VE guys just just yesterday and just on a, on a social media chat and, and it just a whole lot of really excellent conversation points were brought up and, and debated and 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 from a lot of different perspectives as well um, I I served on council for five years so I know um, the discussions and, and the deliberations that council has and some of the difficulties that it has to face and some of the reasons for some of the decisions mm -hmm. um, and uh, for example, you know, Nick Sherman singing in, in Baden Street was certainly very empathetic and highly aware of, of some of the, uh, the, the needs of, or of some of the female members, you know, wanted to be more officially involved, etc. So we all have our, our own perspective and you know, some guys who are lower income were saying, listen, it's really you know, tough to get along, uh, etc. So it was fascinating to have lots of different perspectives um, Ash, what were any particular takeaways uh, or any particular issues that were brought up that, that resonated with you? Well, it's just, um, I think it started because one of the guys like, uh, finally got around Had to just registered, registration yeah. and was like, were sort of knocked back by the cost. And then, so it was, there was a bunch of um, uh, ideas floating around about how to reduce that cost or, and also people defending the cost as well. Um, I was a bit in that camp because, you know, Having uh, being in a quartet with Dan, I, we talk about these things a lot, and like, and mm -hmm. I've sort of just, just to for fun, I've asked him the questions about things, just to, out of interest as well as like. That's know, Dan Milgate, who's current BHA president. Um, in case people, um, some, just, some people you know, may not be aware. Things like if, how if if it could be cheaper or whatever, and yeah, and you know, this comes down to a lot of, <laughs> like you're saying, there's a lot of discussion and planning that goes into this stuff, and trying to make it affordable as well as covering costs and making some money for the organization so you can do it again um, yes. and bring coaches out or you know do you know, support things um, 
so yeah so that was really interesting like we were sort of oh could we like could we what if this didn't happen at convention or what if mm. um or what if we had like one day less or you know this or that yes so it was, um yeah it's just really interesting yeah, it was. I think, uh, <clears throat> in in my experience uh, the, over the past number of years, I think comfortably the most discussed. Um, I won't say controversial, and, and when you say it like that, you can say it without saying it. Yeah. Um, the most discussed item or issue is is the welcome dinner, which has turned into the gala dinner. Yeah. Uh, now, just as an aside, I I was a little surprised uh, when, to put it politely, when the welcome dinner was put on to the Thursday night after almost half of the convention was over and I thought that's not a welcome dinner but I have been turned around by what it's become which is they have changed the name to the gala dinner um, and I actually love the fact that now we we get the, the top 10 announcement at the gala dinner it's really special and it's really exciting and it's all it's all part of making convention a big deal and, and I think that's kind of the core of the issue is is sort of starting from a blank sheet of paper. What do we want convention to be? Yeah. Um, and uh, the, one of the biggest uh, tensions or balances that council has to make is um, do we want to make it bigger, better, more exciting, with more things to do, more memories, uh, more opportunity to participate, or do we want to make it cheaper? Yeah. And, and, and you can't have both. Yeah. So, um, so you know, council over the past five years or so has introduced the John Little Show for, for to give quartets another opportunity to sing, and has introduced the chorus chorale because, understandably, you know, there was people saying, "Listen, we we come all this way for six minutes on stage. Yeah. Uh, can there be more opportunities to sing?" And so there are now more opportunities to sing. Um, and uh, having said that, I, I am fully um, sick. I am fully. <laughs> cognizant uh, fully uh, empathetic and understanding of it's it's a, it's an expensive hobby um and uh you know other other conventions might be might be you know one or two or three hundred dollars whatever it is and, and I th our, our learned colleague who just registered the other day i think it, it, we paid 440 bucks yeah um and so it's an expensive hobby but um what we need to remember is we are uh, you know we're paying just as a ballpark figure, you tend to pay about a thousand bucks if you take, you know, all things considered. So if, if you if you take, you know, fifty or hundred bucks off is, you know, is is the difference between eleven hundred bucks and a thousand bucks. That's mm. still there's not the you know you could even make it free, and yeah. you'd still spend you know probably seven hundred bucks going to <laughs> convention and staying in hotels. Yeah. Uh, so so there's a limited capacity for the cost of the convention to make an impact on the cost of the event for you and participating um having said that you know we we it's not like we want the convention cost to now suddenly become 500 then 600 then 700 bucks mm. but that's that's the challenge is uh, you know we could make it I mean, we could make it 100 bucks um what would that be that would yeah. be you know a, a convention on some some public stage, you know, out out in a in a, in a park, um, with people <laughs> sitting around on lawn chairs, um, and and that would just be a completely different animal, you know. I think that, and, um, and so to come back to the the original point of the gala dinner, I'm 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 actually, 
I'm 50-50. You know, I, I, I love it, and I, but I know it's a substantial cost of the overall event. It, it, is in the, it is in the order of that, you know, $130, $140 per person, and that's, you know, take that away, and suddenly a $440 ticket becomes a $300 ticket. That's, 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 that's substantial, and I appreciate that that's a big hit for, some, for a lot of people. Mm. But it's just, it's the, as my learned colleague Ash says, it's the one time of the year when all BHA members are in the same room and not for a competition but to sit down for a meal and 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 have camaraderie together and I just I think that's pretty great mm. um, and certainly every guest we have internationally whether it be guest quartet or judges from from um, from US or, or any, anyone else you know New Zealand anywhere else in the world they say this is extraordinary. Uh, I mean, you know, BHS when you've got five thousand people, you, you, it's 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 almost impossible to have the equivalent. Having said that, though, <laughs> yes, uh, the draft schedule for Los Angeles has no way a welcome gala. <laughs> so they've seen it and they're like, "This is awesome," and they voluntary, yeah, and it's like on, ah. it's very early in the in the week as well, but but right. that's like for a the, Tuesday night or something, reason, or even though, a Monday just, night. Yeah, if everyone came, there'd be too many people. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, right. Yeah, I think it's on the Monday night. So I'll just address that for a second as well. So people, um, and I know that um, Rob Sequeira and Ellie Jamison uh, feel strongly about this because they kept me up too late um, <laughs> on the op- opening night in, <laughs> yeah, in Sydney at Pan Packs, and I'll never <laughs> forgive them for that. Discussing it, but. Um, you know their argument is uh, particularly with um, with lower income people, and a lot of our youth are. Having said that, a lot of our members overall are, as well as um, not just youth. You know, obviously, some retirees. Um, what about making it uh, voluntary? And uh, and and I have some sympathy for that, but look at the closing lunch. Mm. That was just part of the convention, and it was about forty bucks. Um, but. Uh, you know, uh, uh, trying to listen to and and respond to member concerns, council made that uh, voluntary, and it's gone down to uh, what probably fifty people mm-hmm. turn up to that, and it's nice, but it's just it's just just not in the same ballpark of specialness, memorable with the vibe, mm. everyone there being a really exciting um, event with, with, you know, lots of, lots of um, uh, memories generated. Back in the, you know, some, some years ago when everyone almost would go, I mean, you paid for it, so there might be a few people who missed, but most people were there. It was the debriefing, mm. you know, celebrating about the night before. Um, it was just, it was a great final everyone get together and just take a deep breath have a nice relaxed lunch and people would be saying goodbye to each other it was just a lovely full stop to the whole week and so now we don't have that um which is a shame i mean people um so point being people can choose not to go um but but by them not going it's not the same so it's it's and and again i i acknowledge arguments from both sides but that's the point there are arguments on both sides, <laughs> yeah. and I felt like a felt like a little bit of a wet blanket or or, or something during our, our online chat with the guys yesterday because I kept saying, um, you know, yes, but this, and uh, yeah. but there's two sides to the story. I kept saying it's complicated. It was, <laughs> but I just wanted to stress that it's it's 
easy to come up with complaints and many of them that people uh, articulate and, and bring up in conversation are thoroughly legitimate and, and I encourage everyone to um, to have a chat with uh, with with members of council and, and go along to the BHA forum and say hey listen I reckon I'm concerned about this you know can we do this instead um, but I would uh, I would be make it very clear that council is very aware of most of these challenges and opportunities and 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 stresses and financial issues and logistical issues and as I said yesterday if there was an easy answer we would have found it yeah um, so with all of these decisions we, we discuss that there is a balancing act and there is a strong argument on both sides so um, that's what I would say about that it's kind of um, the the council's got to do what they got to do and they've, they've got to keep this association going right they've got to keep it yep. going um, and if that means you know they have to you know they've got to work with budgets and who's coming and how many people and what kind of you know how much money can what we kind of people are coming year. yeah um, <laughs> and <it's> just, <laughs> um, dealing with all those things um, and then to have people like um, not be able to come because it's too expensive and stuff we've kind of got to um, find people we've got to put that on the members as well like other people who are in a better position try and help help out people who can't get there because we all want everyone we want as many people there as possible and the yeah. more people that can continually come I'm sure that like a bigger event could the costs and stuff could come down perhaps in, um, over time but um, yeah it's that thing of like let's find some ways to fundraise for people who can't quite afford or it's just harder for them you know um, whether that's um, you know with the big ticket items like flights and things like that you know that would really help people out or um, yeah and that having places to stay um, like the, yeah if we can really cut down on like the flights and accommodation costs I think mm. that would be a big time saver a couple of things uh, I think Nick Sherman mm. made an excellent point where he said you know if you, if you if you fly a budget airline you can often save quite a lot of money mm -hmm. and also if you stay with some of your colleagues some of your mates in, in a in a in a backpackers or a super cheap accommodation that can overall that can probably halve your your your, your logistics costs and so you're not talking about bringing it down from 1100 to 1000 yeah. you might be talking about bringing it down from 700 to 600 and that that starts to get quite significant yeah. um so, um, um, and the other thing I'd say is, there was a, I don't, I'm sure it's not the first time it's been discussed, but um, various people, you know, suggesting what about not having the convention in a city that's just extra expensive to get to? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so, not having it in Perth or Hobart, for example, um, but um, always having it in places that are easy to get to and the easiest places to get to in Australia are Melbourne, Sydney and Brisbane. Yeah. Um, and uh, <clears throat> excuse me, and then and then potentially subsidising the uh, convention costs of um, people from Perth and Adelaide and Hobart yep. to get to these other ones. Now that has merit, um, certainly on the face of it. But what we need to remember is that's just another level of logistics coordination. Um, who tracks that? Mm -hmm. um, I mean, yes. It maybe IT wise it can be just as simple as ticking a box you know am I coming yes okay you're coming from Perth therefore you get the Perth rate but um, but then how much I mean it's you've 
if you're if you're traveling every time then every time you've got that whatever it is $600 airfare now you're not going to get a $600 discount on your ticket so that's where it gets as I keep saying that's where it gets complicated how much and and who subsidizes Um, and that's where I think people start to we need to really acknowledge that it's a can of worms that we need to be careful whether we open Um, the um, so yeah, so there's a lot of a lot of discussions, but I would very much encourage people, as well as chatting with your friends and you know chatting at afterglows and chatting on the bus on the way to Harmony College, whatever it is, um, don't just leave it there, because all that does is air grievances, but not get us any closer to a resolution. Yep. Actually, go to in in one hesitates to say go in a constructive and respectful way to um to council and say listen uh, you know these are my ideas these are this this is this is my concern because i i can speak from experience and and council members are so busy they're all volunteers except Mm -hmm. for Jeannie, the uh, admin officer who gets paid a modest amount for for her her uh, her contribution hourly rate um they're super busy just the number of emails every day that council has to 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 answer it's a massive job um and uh, so please be grateful to them for the work they put in um but it it like anything it's easy for a council member to be so busy with what's directly in front of them mm. that we would lose touch with what's happening on the grassroots and so it's really important that grassroots come up and say hey you know these are my concerns i wonder if there's an option of doing it this way etc so I, I really would encourage people to talk directly so that council knows uh, what's going on in the grassroots yeah. And if, if everyone can hold their emails for their president until after convention, that'd be great because he's got a lot of baritone notes to learn between now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dan. <laughs> he's a busy guy. Hey, listen, uh, speaking of um, uh, baritone notes and things to learn and convention, I would also give a shout out to um, Harmony Academy for those people going along. Um, I'm delivering a, a few key classes, of, a, a few classes on the history of barbershop, um, including uh, the the history of the genre, which is fascinating. So the, through the 1800s up till the beginning of the Barbershop Harmony Society in 1938, and then uh, a separate class on uh, BHS, but that's only about an hour because it's it's I think it's there's a lot of really important stuff in there like who are the main arrangers and it's important we know some of the some of the legendary champs like the vocal majority I think yeah. it's important as barbershoppers it's part of our culture we know who they are but that's only an hour and then a two hour session on the history of BHA so there'll be a whole lot of stuff in there about um, the, how convention has evolved, and some of the and you know the champs through the years, and uh, and there's there's a lot has happened. With, coming back to the hard work the council does, um, a, a lot has happened over the past thirty years, thirty four years, um, where we've developed our own judging system. We yeah. we used to have to get um, you know the writs were our first judges, nineteen ninety one international champs at our ninety one convention. Um, but we just we couldn't operate if we had to fly judges from America every time. So now we have our, our own judges. Uh, we've got uh, the the annual education. Um, how many you know you know college now? How many academy? Um, there's we've got a bunch of life members who maybe a lot of you know current BHA members members wouldn't know about. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot about BHA that um, I look forward to presenting in the class, as well as another series of classes 
on uh, on the operation of clubs, and uh, it's it's uh, we we have um, the competition, which is great, um, uh, but you know people get a score and they know where they stand and they get evaluations and so musically they know where they're at, mm. uh, and yet most of the time clubs kind of battle through a lot of the challenges. Uh, feeling like they're alone and oh, I'm a, you know feeling like they're Robinson Crusoe but that's not the case everyone's going through the same things yep. and so there's a whole lot um, a we can learn from each other and um, learn from experience about um, about how to set you up for success and so there's a, there's a few classes I'm taking there on on cool. uh, on, on those things so I encourage people to come along I'm there always reminded like when I think about when we have because uh, we just had the newfangled four here for um, some coaching with VE and um, you know they were giving us information and stuff, you know, tips and stuff. And they're going, guys, this is the same things we get at Westminster, like the same, the same points about this. But and we that. actually and do it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it better. Um, but the um, uh, it takes me back to when we visited um, Vocal Majority when we were in TLA back in mm. 2014, and. Mm. Um, you know they had their end of end of night announcements, and the the riser guy was had to ask for volunteers for the risers and stuff like that. Mm. And I was like, oh man, we are, we are all the same. We they just operate, you know, we just perform on different levels probably. But yeah. like all choruses, like if you've got a problem in your chorus or whatever, or you can't, so someone else has had to deal with that. And yes, Richard Reeve probably knows who they are. <laughs> <laughs> Richard Reeve can help. <laughs> I can certainly offer some suggestions. Um, so uh, yes, yeah, so come along. Um, so let's wrap up, Ash. It's been sure. an excellent podcast. Thank you for that. Um, so sort of as from a helicopter view, uh, it's uh, I would say uh, listeners, please go up to Trevor Roots and Richard Waddick. Um, so Trevor Roots is the the local organizer uh, who's Hobart based. Richard Waddick is the current um, VP events on on council. So he's they're responsible for putting on uh, this event, and and just thank them for their work. And and uh, that just goes along. I mean, they're happy to do it, but it just goes a long way if people if if, if you know volunteer. They would have spent at least hundreds of hours um, uh, and probably thousands over the past twelve months getting getting this on. Um, Hobart's a beautiful place for people who haven't been there before. Um, so Rootsy actually organised the one ten years ago, two thousand and nine. So uh, speaking of experience, he's sort of been there and done that it'll be interesting to see uh there you go next podcast interview him for hey. a, we should interview him for a good 10 or 20 minutes um to to see uh you know differences and not least of which technology will have changed be a, yep. would have been a lot easier to to just you know get the word out um i was just thinking the other day how um how our online presence of, of most choruses have changed so you'll probably remember uh, in you know in the 90s and into the early 2000s um our most of our it knowledge was was basic to almost non-existent and some yeah. of the you know web pages were really really um quite uh, uh let me say not professional <laughs> um whereas uh, so we've just come such a long way there now um so hobart's a lovely place um all the competitions will be exciting and i just look forward to seeing everyone there yeah so do i i can't wait i can never wait i love it <laughs> <laughs> so, i can never wait oh my goodness yeah it's the best 10 days ever in the history of Australia <laughs> so so sleep well try to sleep well over the next uh, month and leading up to it um, yeah don't uh, don't get be, be well. trying to get your time trying to get everything done before try and work out some real rest time because that that yep. will 
that like if you're thinking about your voice it's all about hydration and and sleep sleep is so good so yeah try not to be hectic on the lead up as you're saying especially those you know one two three days before week before um just try to i know everyone's busy and life gets in the way but to the extent you possibly can turn up rested um that's just such a such a great thing to be able to do if possible um and as um uh, Tony Colosimo, we interviewed a month or so ago. He just had such great, great advice. Um, of um, uh, it's it's all about next Tuesday. I mean, this you know, yes, this is a uh, our our jewel in the crown. It's something to be excited about. But um, but don't uh, don't let each of these next Tuesdays or whenever you rehearse, just you know, go through to the keeper. Um, uh, enjoy it. And yep. and similarly, the Tuesday after convention. That's just another another opportunity to get together and sing because we yeah. love singing and we love we love the hobby. So um, yeah, um, thanks for listening. Uh, if you've got any uh, questions or comments, um, reach out to us um, at uh, ashgofield at um, bigaussielegend.com. Um, <laughs> you're welcome. Um, but uh, if, if Ash and or I shove a, an iPhone microphone in your face at convention, uh, you'll know why, because yep. we'll, we'll be getting lots of, lots of uh, input from all y'all uh, about uh, convention and uh, the experience you have. Uh, but otherwise, have a great month, and we'll see you there. See you guys. Bye. Thanks for listening. <laughs>